Welcome to the Fantasy Football Predictive Analytics with Reese Tiefertiller. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining the Fantasy Football Predictive Analytics podcast with Reese Tiefertiller. This week, as we have the first wild card games, we it's just the two of us talking about the five, the six games. Uh, three on Saturday, three on Sunday. Mr. Reese, how is your Thursday going? It's pretty good. Yours? That's pretty good. It's good to catch up and talk football anytime, right? Yes. All right. So let's look. Let's look at the games. The first one is Indianapolis at Buffalo. Buffalo's a six and a half point favorite, and the over/unders fifty-one. This is going to be a test of the buff of the Indy defense, right? Who do you? What do you think the keys to the game are, Reese? Well, I do think that if the Colts have any chance of winning, they need to slow down Josh Allen. Yeah. And for the Colts, and the Bills' strength on defense is Tredavious one, his ability to take away the their top the team's top receiver. But with the Colts, they really don't have that alpha or the number one. So Tredavious White's the advantage they have with him is no longer viable. So I think the Colts, their ability to spread the ball will be key for them, along with run the ball against the questionable Bills defense. Yes, I think uh, the Colts have a chance. I mean, touchdowns a lot of points to give in the NFL during the playoffs. We see of these six games, traditionally we would see three or four upsets, which sounds crazy, but I saw I saw a stat this week, Reese. The home teams had zero advantage. In fact, for the first time ever, the visiting teams won one more game than the home, and then you have the bye game, the bye, right? I mean, not the bye, the tie. And so if you think about it, how crazy it is that the road teams won. And so do not think that the road home splits will matter as much for these playoffs other than the cold weather, things of that nature, the dome teams. Yes, that's one thing with this game, too, as perfect example with Buffalo up in north with the terrible winds up there. I say terrible, but it's terrible for throwing the football. And Indianapolis being a dome team coming in there will give Buffalo quite a bit extra advantage. I do agree, especially Phillips Rivers. His arm's not what it used to be, right? And he's used to playing in California before then. Yeah, and then the dome. So let's call this game over unders fifty one. What's what's your score? Indianapolis Colts thirteen, Bills thirty one. Wow, big, big, big! I actually think it can happen because if Buffalo gets up, then I think that they're the Colts aren't made to come back. No, and so. It'll be interesting. Also, I think that there could be receivers like Michael Pittman that have strong games unexpectedly, something like that. Also, keep an eye. I saw Cole Beasley missed a couple of days practice this week. So keep that in mind. All right, now moving to the next game. The Rams at Seattle. I'm surprised Seattle's only a a three-and-a-half point favorite with John Wolford at quarterback in the over-unders 42-and-a-half. Speaks to a low-scoring, defensive game. Also, Russ hasn't been cooking lately, has he? No. 
I do think sort of do think defensive defenses have kind of figured him out. And also whenever he was cooking, he played Atlanta and Dallas. So it's not really that much. He was not in the kitchen that much, so to say, sort of like how Tom Brady has been the past couple of weeks, being up against bad teams. But can the Rams effectively stop both Seattle receivers like they did the previous game? And except for the very end, whenever the game was sort starting to slip away a little bit, but the Rams defense put up a phenomenal effort for pretty much the entire game with the offense sputtering almost the entire time. And it gets a very much improved Seattle defense. And Jamal Adams says he's going to play, but we don't know if he's going to be fully healthy. Right. Right. You know, that line at only three and a half with no Jared Goff with Wolford or whatever his name is playing quarterback. It makes me think Vegas thinks that the Rams have a very good chance and we in the fantasy community may be overrating how good, possibly, Jared Goff really is, right? Right. And so it's kind of an interesting thought process. McVay is a quarterback whisperer, or that's that's what his reputation is, considering everybody that he's practically breathed on is now being looked at for an NFL head coaching position. Yeah, we need him to, you know, come breathe on us a little bit, knowing. Yes. So I think Seattle, if their defense plays well, they win easily. But their defense hasn't been that great. And uh, I I kind of like McVeigh in an upset on this. Do you have any – I don't want to influence you, but I still think – I think this game's like a 21-17, 24-17, something along in that line – with coming down to the fourth quarter and the Rams have a chance. I do think if it goes to the fourth quarter, I'm on the exact opposite side of you because Wolford versus Russ in a fourth quarter, one has a lot more playoff, one has a lot more experience, period, versus your LinkedIn profile. And and so I really do think the Seahawks should win this game handedly. And if they don't, it does make you – seriously question whether how far they can theoretically go in these playoffs. I will say when I was doing the football guys um, subscriber contest for the playoffs, I was doing in my, in my mind, how far could Seattle go? And I couldn't get them very far. I just can't see them throwing those upsets like Minnesota did in years past, or, you know, to be able to roll two or three games. I just don't see them throwing up big points last week it took a couple late touchdowns and Lockett had three to win so anyway what so you're thinking Seattle by a few and I'm saying Rams in an upset by a few yes all right last one on Saturday night Tampa Bay Tampa Bay Tampa Brady Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers traveling to Washington face the football team and Tampa, Tom Brady, is favored by eight and a half, over under 44 and a half. That, that big spread, in my lowly opinion, is because Alex Smith is questionable. If Alex Smith doesn't play, I really like Tom Brady and company, don't you? Yes. And I, I believe the football team has a lot better record whenever Alex Smith plays like only six losses in the past year and a half or so. And 
I honestly, if Alex Smith plays, I do think Washington football team can pull off that upset. Set with, because Tom Brady's kryptonite is pressure, which is wash the football team's absolutely strength. If they can't get pressure, they are pretty much toast. And we've seen in a couple of games where the defense literally car- carries them, like against the 49ers with two defensive touchdowns. What are your yeah. thoughts? Uh, I'll still go with the Tampa Brady Buccaneers. Uh, their defense has played well down the stretch. And I don't know. This is just one of those games that I think uh, the Buccaneers are going to be all in. They're all in now. They're not worried about next year, whether Brady or Gronk comes back. The other layer to this is Evans got hurt. Is he going to play or does it even matter since Antonio Brown's now in the mix? I also think that if Evans does play, it could. I do think it would help them. But the football team with a very no-name secondary has been very, very good to wide receivers. Even though in their division they have Cooper, Gallup, and Lamb, even though they're on the same team. Yeah, yep. And uh, the Eagles have decent receivers, and and even the Giants are yeah. – not really, I guess. <laughs> that fell apart. But, you know, we think about Washington and Ron Rivera doing so well to get here. But if Alex Smith plays, I, I agree with you, I give Washington a, a slimmer of a chance, more than Vegas does, because eight and a half points is a really small chance to win uh, straight up. But if it's if Smith is not playing, I think this is a blowout. I agree with you. I mean, blow out. All right, let's move to Sunday's game. This may be my favorite game of the week. Uh, Baltimore travels to Tennessee. What's interesting is Baltimore is a three-and-a-half-point favorite, and the over-under is huge. It's 54-and-a-half because of Tennessee's bad defense. The one thing we know is there are going to be a lot of points scored by both teams. It's just who has more, right? There was also one other thing that you missed. There's going to be lots of rushes. Oh, yes. With Derrick Henry, Lamar Jackson, and even J.K. Dobbins has burst on out onto the scene with this phenomenal Week 17 game. Oh, yeah. And uh, you're right on that, which may make the game go faster, right? Because it was not the, the passes. Do you think uh, Tennessee can score enough? Or is, let's, let's ask it the other way. Lamar's put a great string of games on to finish the season. Is is he going to be able to keep it up against Tennessee and carry carry the Ravens to victory? I do think that he can do it. question is what Lamar will show up as he is one of the more inconsistent passers. He's very consistent as a runner, able to get down, trying to get downfield and run. But can he be accurate? And one thing with Tennessee is that usually that it is very – it's sunny, and this game's going to be sunny as well. So the weather's not going to be as much of the factor. It's going to be cold, but he could still throw the ball as opposed to in Buffalo where it's going to be windy, possibly freezing. Rain. Yeah, below freezing. This game's supposed to be in the low 40s. So, But I want to, I want to give a contrarian point of view, okay? Uh, Tennessee went deep into the playoffs last year, right? Yes. And now they are underdogs. After a pretty good season, Derrick Henry going over 2,000, Tannehill having a good year, uh, Davis and Brown being pretty good. 
and now they're three and a half home underdogs. That seems kind of interesting, don't you think? I do perceive it more of a nod to Baltimore than a slight to t- Tennessee, as lots of teams view Baltimore as the hottest, Baltimore and Buffalo as the two hottest teams in the NFL right now, and teams that no one wants to play. As lots of, lots of people are worried that Kansas City has already fizzled out. I don't know if I'm buying that. I, but. I'm not either, but that is the concern for quite a few people. In the game that Vegas, all right, who do you think wins that game? I think Baltimore wins, but Tennessee covers. I can see that. All right, moving on to the who game. Who do you think wins? Um, I think Baltimore wins too. I just find it funny that everybody's jumping off of Tennessee. All right, the game that we all feel the most confident about is New Orleans hosting Chicago. Ten-point favorites. And the over-under is only 47, which means it's like, what, 28-18 or 28, yeah, 28-18 or something like that. And so, I don't know. I can kind of see it. It's going to be interesting to see it. Trubisky, how he's going to hold up. What do you think? I do. I think that 18, that 18 points for Chicago is going to be a little generous because Trubisky's only been – really good this far I think because of the uh, running game that Montgomery's given and before Hurts and Miles Sanders rushed for a ton of yards on the Saints no one had rushed for had a hundred yard rush against them since like 2016 so I really don't know if they can get Montgomery going and if Montgomery doesn't get going the offense does it and Trubisky looks like he's terrible right so and if that's the case with the Saints great back in their ability to rush the passer and Drew Brees and Alvin Kamara on the other side. I do not see how the Bears can make can even make it a, cl- a contest if Montgomery cannot get going. Plus, we have Lattimore on Allen Robinson, right? Yes. And so if we're looking for sleepers for this week, Darnell Mooney sure pops out if the Bears have to throw a lot to try to catch up, right? And... Uh, but also, the Saints haven't played that great of late. And so, you know, this game could be a 24-10 game, too. You know what I mean? And so, that's going to be interesting. And the last game, which probably has almost as much intrigue as uh, the other AFC game earlier in the day, is Cleveland at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's a six-point favorite. It's on Sunday night football. It's going to be chilly. Because, you know, it's Cleveland at nighttime in the winter. And the over-under is 47 and a half. You know, Pittsburgh hasn't played that well. Cleveland has their coach and a couple players that are going to be on quarantine. What do you think about this game, Reese? I honestly believe that the Steelers could should be able to win. And it very handedly, almost like the way the Seahawks are, uh, because – if the other team is lacking a Pro, Bowl, a Pro Bowl player and their head coach, it should not be much of a contest if you are a division winner, especially if Mason Rudolph nearly beat this same team. You, yeah. you should hope Ben Roethlisberger could be able to produce more points than that. And earlier in the season, and I know this was when the Steelers were going really well, they put up, I believe it was 38 points on – this Browns team with only one uh, passing touchdown from Ben. So even if Ben does not produce as well, that this team could still function and run the ball 
effectively against a weak Browns front uh, with Sheldon, as long as they could take Sheldon Richardson and a couple of the other, and Larry, Larry Ogunjobi out of the middle, clear, uh, obvious running lanes for James Conner and Denny Snell. All right, two layers that I want to throw in. This could be the last game that many of the Steelers play together. You know, Juju is going to be a free agent, the Dupree a free agent, uh, Hector, who's the guard tackle? Uh, tackle um, uh, Alejandro Villanueva. Yes. And uh-huh. James Conner. Yep, yep, yep. And so will they circle the wagons? Will they say it's now or never? Maybe, right? How about the Browns? How's Baker Mayfield going to respond? Is he, you know, he has a chance. He has a chance to show everybody, I am not who you think I am. And so this will be interesting. Who do you think wins? I honestly believe that Mike Tomlin is a much better coach than... Stefanski? I was going to say Mike, whoever's filling in for... Stefanski. Filling in for Stefanski. And Roethlisberger is better than Mayfield and this... And Steeler is a better roster, better coach, better quarterback. I honestly think the Steelers should win this game very handedly. The one thing about coaching, it's not the scripting of the first few plays of the game. It's the nuance of, hey, I feel like this play's going to work. I feel like, you know, that gut feel as you get in the game. That's why, like, Andy Reid's teams do so well, those slight adjustments. I actually think the Browns have – 40, 45% chance of winning. Because we don't have to, look at that look on his face. We don't have to think too hard or remind ourselves too far back that where Roethlisberger was struggling, right? He could throw a clunker like that and the Steelers lose. And, you know, Chubb and Hunt go wild. But I'm going to say Cleveland covers, Pittsburgh wins. Does that seem reasonable? All right. So, who's making it to the conference championships? Kansas City, Green Bay. Oh, you took the hard ones right off the top, didn't you? I'll take another hard one. New Orleans. Oh, yeah. And Baltimore. Baltimore there, huh? I kind of like it. I um, In the NFC, I have Tampa Bay, Tampa Brady. And I think Green Bay, Tampa Bay and Green Bay. The only reason is I think Tampa Bay, what's that look for? My thinking on your, on your part is if no other wild card wins besides the Buccaneers, Green Bay will play Buccaneers in the semis so only one team can advance. Hmm. But they'll be, I mean, I'm just saying the two yes. best. We don't know who's going to win, right? And the other one is I I think Tampa Bay has a shot. Even people are talking about Tampa Bay and New Orleans. It's hard to beat a team three times. Also, uh, everybody's on Buffalo. And to your point, I think Baltimore and some of these other teams have a shot against Kansas City. And so if you're in a, a playoff league, like the football guys subscriber contest for playoffs, I would encourage people to find some unique combinations. You only get one shot at it, but everybody's going to have, I say everybody, a large number of people are going to have Rodgers, Kelsey, Mahomes, Tyreek, Adams. 
the Green Bay Chiefs combination. And so if you have those guys, you're probably not going to win anyway. So think about your unique opportunities to, to inch up into that category. Yes, that's some great advice. Oh, thanks. I've, I've lost it a lot of times. I, I, I try to learn from them. Who are you thinking is going to make the Super Bowl? I do think the Saints are playing with the knowledge that this is Brees' last year, and I do believe that will affect them to play a lot harder and try to win for Drew to send him out into the sunset like paint, like a Broncos did with Paint Man. So I'm going to say that they upset the Packers. And with the, I don't think there is – I don't see that Baltimore can upset – Kansas City, especially with the way Kansas City has had their number the past couple of years. So I think it's a Kansas City New Orleans rematch. That'd be interesting, wouldn't it? Yes. Um, one thing about New Orleans this week is they get Kamara back for the game, who had been quarantined last week. And so getting him back really helps on yes. the dome turf. We appreciate everybody joining us this week. We have a, a great guest next week. I'm not going to spoil who it is, but thank you for being with us and we hope you enjoy. This week's, this is my favorite week of the playoffs, just because there's all these games. And if this happens now, you play this team. And it's so interesting to me. Is, uh, is there anything special you think that people should look for? I would on. I think that uh, for this in the playoffs and with the weather, most teams will try to run the ball more and you can't throw as much. So I do expect the unders to cover a lot more than the overs yeah. and look for experience as was preached before the season. And most people who preach that were wrong, but I do believe that playoff experience to yeah. go win games. Well, look at the quarterbacks left. Almost all of them are proven quarterbacks except for the Rams guy, right? And uh, the other thing you, you mentioned, unders. Unders have been a popular... Um, winning side on the first week of the playoffs because teams become more conservative. They want to, the teams that make it this far have good defenses. You know, there's no, let's just pound the Jets or Jaguars. There's none of that. And so it'll be fun. Thank you for uh, using your brain power for this show, Reese. And uh, I look forward to watching the games with you. Thanks.